Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brad. This is Miles. And welcome to the house. All right, Brad, we are back to doing what we do absolutely best, and that is talk some football. Yes, Miles, I'm so excited to talk about the AFC South. This might be another division that literally can go any way. I think even the bottom team in this division, honestly, with the quarterback coming back, has a chance to not realistically win, but you could throw a quarter in a well and make a wish, and they have a chance to win. Yeah, I think if we're going off the odds here, this has to be the most competitive division in football this year. Yes, definitely. Miles, let's just cut to the chase. We're talking about the AFC South. Who do you have winning it? Okay, hands down, I have, as surprising as this is, I have the Jaguars repeating as champions of the division. I was really hoping you picked somebody else. Okay. Um, because I, I, because I, I thought about it, right? I, I almost wanted to go against them. Because I, it's just so difficult to repeat as any division champion in football. What yes. the Patriots have done is absolutely insane. But when I really looked at it, okay, first of all, I want to talk about the odds for the Texans, okay? Because the Jaguars are sitting at plus 160 to win the division. Yeah. The Texans are plus 170, and I just don't understand those odds. I don't either. I think it's you're relying on a lot of uncertainties there, and that's starting with Deshaun Watson. We know what the potential is, and we know what he could possibly provide coming off of injury. I, I'm still confused at that as well with the Deshaun Watson because he was, what, like three and four or something like that before he got injured. He, he, wasn't, he was great playing, but even his big games, I think people are so – we live in a society now where we base most sports teams and most players off of fantasy value, and it, it, it's killing us because some of these losses that he had where he had four touchdowns, and, but he had three interceptions, and they got the loss. Fantasy, yeah, great, 400-plus yards. That's probably like a 30-point outing, you know, 40-point outing. But let's bring the tight, the Texans back down to earth. They were a four-win team last season, you know? Yeah, and also to your point, I think that because of that, I think it's almost like he's repeating his rookie season. Yeah. So it's not like he's coming in as a veteran here. Yeah. He's still learning how to play in this league, and yet we're putting Houston— I mean, I, listen, I know they have a great defense, but I think that the odds are that way because they think the offense is going to be there. Yeah. And not to mention, Lamar Miller at running back, I don't know how many good years he has left. I, I'm, the running game is really surprising to me. And, Miles, I, I just don't – I'm comparing the defense. Let's say the Texans have a great defense, right? They're still going up against a Jags defense who probably will be the number one defense in the league next year. Again, yeah, you have I, a young defense. You're moving Miles Jack to the middle linebacker, and also they're switching him from the Jack to the middle linebacker, letting him cover the slot. This is a 4-5 guy who finally gets to play his natural position – People are talking about things like that. This defense is another year stronger, and they're young. It's not like – like, I can understand if they, like, you know, have a lot of turnover or it's guys getting older that are already old. No. It's a young defense that just keeps building on. Ronnie Har Adding Ronnie Harrison, another key piece. And I just think that young offense – like, for that offense last year to do what it did, for Blake Bortles to take that extra step, I know he's still not at that level, is great. Because the loss of Allen Robinson. When they lost Allen Robinson, they could have just packed it in and been like, you know what? We lost our, our go-to guy. No. They fought through it. There's D.D. Westbrook emerge. You have guys out there playing very good football, but they weren't a cohesive unit. Now they have another year, another training camp. They know what they are, and they're just going to ball. That's, in my, that's just my opinion. I think losing Allen Robinson was actually the best thing that happened yes. to the Jags organization because it allowed Bortles – to find what he has on the field, that, that's Fournette. Yes. Look at your strengths, defense, and work with those strengths. Yes. And it's it's still shocking to me how well it ended up working out for them, especially going into New England. I keep coming back to that New England game because of how impressed I was at the fact that they almost went in there 
and beat Tom Brady and the Patriots yes. to get to the Super Bowl so we can't forget how close they were. Also, I think that Jalen Ramsey is turning into, I mean, just a top-tier defensive player, not just at his position, but just all around. Yes. I think that his presence is, it, it, it's that of like, how Troy Polamalu was yes. back in the day with Pittsburgh, where it's like he was such a force on defense, where he made such an impact, and he's turning into that. And and, and then those additions that they made, they got better. They didn't get worse. Yeah, and that's why I don't understand these odds. Like I, to be honest, I think the Titans have a better chance than than the Texans do. I do too. And let's talk about the Titans for a second. Oh, uh, but before we move on, I just wanted to make one more point about the Texans' backfield. I think Dante Foreman is actually going to be a better running back this year than yes. Lamar Miller. Yes, uh, injury slowed him down a little last year, and this is a whole adjustment I hope he to comes that back scheme. strong. I, I think that he will definitely – I, I don't know, Miles. Let's just put it this way. We're, we're, we, I touched on fantasy earlier, and I'm in the fantasy mode right now. I kind of – I label all of my fantasy players with a, a like indication, um, a reach indication, and an avoid-at-all-cost indication. And I put an avoid-at-all-cost on Lamar Miller. Unless he falls to me late – Agreed. I'm not even thinking about him. I think he's losing his value, and I think that that – I mean, uh, now, okay, they we didn't even talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Which is one of the best receivers in the league. But until Deshaun Watson can show me that he can lead the offense and stay healthy and, and be 100%. And not turn the ball over. Yeah, and we're talking about Brandon Whedon being the backup. They could be another five six win team. I, I I'm I'm just not seeing it yet. Uh, out of the, out of the seven games he played, I think yeah. he it was only two games where he didn't throw a turn where he didn't throw an interception. Yeah, and, and that, one of those games yeah. I think he was hurt, and that's another problem. So moving on to the Titans here, they're sitting at plus two twenty, a much more experienced quarterback, a team that took a huge step forward last year. Yes, this is the team that I have to finish second in this division. I, I have them finishing second too, and I I think I'm going to see another nine and seven game another season from them. You know, Vegas has them winning eight games. That's a losing. No, that's a winning record. That's one what one eight and eight eight and eight. Are you kidding me? Yeah, a 500 team. I think that they are a lot better. The defense great at stopping the run. They were number two last year at stopping the run. Mariota another year. The receiving core. I'm I'm not high on Corey Davis. Garbage. Like, and I think that. You know, the experts and and everyone out there, their general opinion about Tennessee, they're putting a lot of stock into Corey Davis. So yeah. I think this is another Houston situation where, okay, is Derrick Henry going to take over the backfield? I think he's a hell of a back, but can can he be that guy? You know, that, that mm-hmm. Fournette is for Jacksonville. Yep. And, and how are they going to – like, I think them picking up Deion Lewis, great signing, whatever. I think it's a terrible signing for Derrick Henry because I think Derrick Henry – proved when he was at Alabama he can be the workhorse back he's a I don't want to say a rhythm back but kind of like a rhythm back where he feels himself into the game it's kind of like taking a hammer to a rusty nail that's him he's the hammer the rusty nail is the defense he has to keep hammering and hammering and then finally it's going to break through you can't put him out there a play here play there play here play there and just hope he breaks free no he's got a rhythm he's got a pound it out and get into the game that's exactly what Zeke is and that's why he is the number one premier back because Dallas allows him to to tire down the defense. Yeah. I think Derrick Henry could do that. But to your point, they've got Deion Lewis there. It's not going to happen. No. They're going to try to split carries, and they're going to try to utilize Deion Lewis into his strengths. It's going to be interesting how, how they go about that, especially in the passing game with so many question marks uh, in the receiving court. They did pick up uh, Rashard Matthews. Yep. I mean, ho-hum. Uh, and can Corey Davis stay healthy, and can he be the first-round pick that we thought he was going to be last year? Uh, you know, out of the receivers that came out that year, I'm still higher on Mike Williams than I am Corey Davis, so... And then we have the Colts. The Colts are sitting at plus 400. And I will tell you that I don't think that we have an accurate depiction of what the Colts are right now because yeah. I feel like Andrew Luck hasn't been on a football field in so long. We don't know. And I, I, Okay, 
I've watched a lot of the preseason, and one thing about the Colts, they've always had a solid defense. I'm just not sold on Andrew Luck to put them as my winner. I know it's just preseason. Everyone's like, Brad, it's just preseason. He doesn't have the same zip on the ball, and he's been out of football for a while. You know, his placement, uh, his placement on the passes are a little off. Almost got, he, he's almost got, almost got picked off last game when I was watching. I was like, holy crap. That was a god awful throw. He's leaning into a lot of his throws, um, so I, I see him when a lot of route receivers are snapping the routes off and he's throwing it. It's like he's leaning into it because I don't know if he trusts fully that he's got the arm strength to snap it in there. But that just could just be like how he's he's been told, you know. But I, I don't know. I don't know. What is your obsession well, of this team? We may not see Andrew Luck return to the form that he was, you know, in his first two three seasons yeah. in the league, where I thought, man, this guy's just such a gunslinger. He's got what it takes. Can't wait to see him develop. The injuries got in the way. So and then and then you pair that fact with it, it's it's such a competitive, tough division. Yeah. You also uh, pair it with how is T. Y. Hilton going to be this year? I feel like he took a step back last year. Yeah. Uh, do we know what Marlon Mack is going to do this year? Jack Doyle's pretty solid tight end, but he just doesn't have the weapons. Their running game is a big question mark too, because yeah. well, I mean Marlon Mack, he although he was just in his rookie year last year, he averaged less than three yards a carry. That's concerning. Yeah. I have him on my keeper league, right. but. You know, we can't look at the eyes of fan- I tell everyone, you can't look at this through fantasy. You got to look at this through actualization. This is real football. Another thing, that offensive line has to produce better. The, the offensive line is god awful. I don't care if I don't care if you have freaking Zeke back there. I don't care if you have Adrian Peterson from Oklahoma back there. A bad offensive line is going to be bad. Bad news. Can't pass protect. You can't run the ball. You can't win games that way. And that's one of the reasons that Andrew Luck has struggled his entire career. Yeah. I mean, you see, you've got to build from the inside out. You know, a, a, another good example, I'm going to go back to the Cowboys. Dak has been able to stay healthy yes. for two seasons because of that great offensive line. Yes. So, I mean, that's that's a big factor to look at, too. Um, so, for the Colts, I'm just not seeing it. If we're talking about teams that I would be comfortable placing bets on, uh, either the Jags or the Titans, but big money on the Jags for I'm me. I'm going Jags, and then Titans are my backup plan as well. Um, I just... Dude, I'm fading the heck out of the Texans. It, it, the Texans, for all I care, they could win. But for plus 170, the value's not there. I doubled my money on the Titans, and I think I, I naturally automatically think the Jags are going to win. I think it's going to be a lot easier than people are thinking. Like this cluster this cluster mess they got going on here with the Texans and the Jags, I don't think it's going to be that close. And that's the other thing. There's no value there. At plus 170 with the no. Texans, absolutely no value to bet on this. Uh, you know, more value with the Titans at plus 220. Yes, hundred percent. Now I can see like I can see like if the Titans had like a, a Aaron Rodgers or a uh, Tom Brady that went down, and they had they had four wins, but they still have a second year quarterback. And that's another interesting point actually that you brought up because I was thinking about this today is that there really are not any elite quarterbacks in this division. No, it's gonna be interesting to see kind of where it goes. You know, I I really want to see if the Jags can replicate their success from last year. Yes, because I feel like they're using a very similar formula to the Eagles. I want to see more teams that adopt this formula yep. if it's actually as dominant as I think it's going to be. I think this formula, like you don't need to invest so much on this superstar quarterback. Invest on your defense, right? Defense, Run the ball. running game in the trenches. Yes, I Gun mean it out. we are going Bring back to an old school uh, style of NFL, and I just feel like these. Pass heavy. I mean, I don't know. I I I really want to see what Aaron Rodgers does at, yes. in Green Bay because I, I I you know because he he was out last year. Um, Brady still utilizes that pass every down yeah. kind of offense. So yeah, I mean that's a, it's another conversation. But I'm excited. This is a division I'm going to watch closely. Um, we'll see what happens, Miles. Like I'm still Jags all the way. Uh, I think they're going to improve on their ten and six season because um, a couple of those losses they had. 
were god awful. I could um, see them easily winning eleven games. Like, you know, they also they lost this they in the season on a two game losing streak. And part of that was because they didn't care. They were resting their starters. Yeah, at, they didn't at some care. Point. Yeah. So yeah, yeah well, but uh, Bortles has to take another step forward. He has to continue growing. Grow. But he also just needs to find his groove and know that he doesn't have to be the hero. Did you see their new white uniforms? Oh yeah. They're so boring. Yeah, it, it's uh, you're talking about the one that they, that they wore last weekend. Yeah, yeah. What do you thought? Do you like them or I I I like the uniforms. I, I don't like the helmets. I thought the helmets. Okay, were the helmets might have made it so boring because they don't really bring everything together. You know, yeah, I, I like just, it looks like it's kind of like a practice uniform. Like, yeah, like a like like an alternate uniform that like. You didn't put much time and effort on. Because me, uh, my, my favorite uniform is all white. But oh, yeah. you've got to have the helmet to yes, go with it. the helmet is like the pizzazz. It's really important. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see the Titans uniforms this year. Yeah. They got new uniforms. So. Yeah. All right, Miles. The moment Miles Markowitz has <laughs> been waiting for the Big East. Oh, wait. Big, Big Ted. Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to say that I said the wrong conference. But, man, that, that Big East conference back in the day was something Dude, else. Dude, oh, my West God. West Virginia, Rutgers, Louisville, Virginia Tech, Could you Miami. Imagine that was still a conference? Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk about the Big Ten today. And I feel like that you and I, we love talking about the Big Ten. We love talking about the SEC. I feel like we've been running these topics into the ground. But yes. now it's like it feels so close. We're two weeks away. I've been – Literally having dreams where I'm watching college football. I was literally having a dream the other night where I was watching the Washington Auburn game. Like that's really? the one I'm looking oh, for. Dude, like, I've been like, thinking about football. We're so we're like inching there. Yeah. Um. And you know, I've had okay. So we all know what's going on with Ohio State right now. Yes. A lot of developments as of this recording. We don't know Urban Meyer's fate. We're going to know tomorrow. Morning. Yes. Are you? Is your heart pounding? I'm Are you ve- anxious? I'm very nervous. You know, but. A, I don't think he's in any jeopardy. I think, I don't think, I think so we're going to see a suspension. I think a suspension and fines. Yeah, and what concerns me is I think he's going to get a three-game suspension, which means he won't be able to coach the TCU game. Um, but the reason that I lead with Ohio State is because looking at these odds, Ohio State is sitting as the, as the favorite to win the conference at plus 145. And the big point that I wanted to make is I feel like everybody is, is so quick to – Pick Ohio State is the favorite to win the Big Ten every single year. Yeah. But when we look at reality and we look at what's going on in this conference and the more competitive that it gets, Urban Meyer has struggled. He's only won, what, two out of the five? Yeah. 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 He has struggled at Ohio State to win the games that we're not supposed to lose. And when I say that, I'm going to use a couple of examples. The year that we won the national championship, he loses to a, to a talentless, unranked Virginia Tech team at home early on. We end up having a great run that year, but that was pretty much the one season where everything kind of came together at the right time. Yeah. We keep losing to Michigan State. We've lost to Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship game. We've lost to Michigan State at home, uh, and both of those years were cost us our season. Yeah. D'Antonio knows how to beat Urban. Uh, Losing to Iowa last year in Iowa. By that? By that much. Oh, my God. That hurt. That was was your playoff berth. Yeah. That game was your playoff berth. And playing at Kinnick Stadium is difficult. Um, but that just shouldn't happen. Yes. Now, my comparison was going to be that that doesn't happen in Alabama. Alabama is picked to win the SEC every single year because you know what you're going to get with Alabama. The years that they didn't win the SEC is because they lost to an Auburn yeah. or they lost to a Texas A&M with Johnny Manziel. Teams, they, they were supposed to lose, to, and then there was a couple of years where Ole Miss had their number. Yeah. But don't be so quick to have Ohio State as the winner of the Big Ten. I can tell you right now, I am still sticking to my guns. I do not have Ohio State winning the conference. Nor do I have Wisconsin winning the conference. Me either. Thank God you said that. I don't have either of those teams. 
<laughs> Wisconsin is the next favorite, sitting at plus 200 to win the Big Ten. Did the odds makers not see Wisconsin's schedule? Let's just go through it again because we keep bringing this up. I feel like nobody listens. Wisconsin has three of the toughest road games in the conference. They play at Michigan, at Penn State. Their crossover games are at Michigan and at Penn yes. State. And then they play at Iowa. At Iowa is their Big Ten opener. Watch out for that game alone. Iowa is the top 10 Big Ten team killer at home. Nobody beats Iowa. Penn State had to beat them on a last-second walk-off touchdown last yes. year. Ohio State lost to them. They beat Michigan the year before. So that in itself, the fact that these crossover games for Wisconsin are just so much tougher this year. Yes. I was, I was looking at this. They have four... Super tough road games. I mean, they're playing a 10-win Northwestern in Northwestern. To come out, If yeah. they come out of there unscathed, I think they'll win the national championship. That just shows that they are on a different level than right. Miles. Miles, no team in college football will can go and play that four-game schedule without coming out without a loss or two. No team. And we really have to talk about, okay, so I think Wisconsin's going to win the division. Yes. Because I... I will say, and I'm going to own up to what I said early on before, you know, the summer and before I said that Wisconsin would not win the West because I think it's going to be that much more competitive. Yeah. But looking at the odds, looking at the schedules and looking at the talent that's surrounding Wisconsin, nobody is ready to compete with them in this division yet. No. Now, it's going to be much closer. But here's the thing. I think Wisconsin only has to win six games in the league to win the division. I think a six and three Big Ten record will be good enough. If they win the right game for them to move on, but I, but I see them realistically going seven and two in the league. Yes. So, but I don't think that Wisconsin can beat anybody from the East in Indianapolis at the end of the year. No, and especially okay. <clears throat> I look at I look at championship games, um, like a like in schedules like a climbing Everest, okay. you know, climbing mountains. Some some teams. Some teams climb Blackstone Mountain. Some teams are climbing Everest. This is a very big mountain that Wisconsin has to climb to get through the season. It's not even about winning their, their division. None of that matters. It's about getting through the season. Tough, tough games that they're going to have to grit out. While other teams, on the other hand, don't have this. So you have a guy, you have a team who, who kind of just like, they, had, they took their punches, but you have Wisconsin who's battling. Then they finally get to the championship game. Everyone's saying Wisconsin's going to, they're going to take them on. Do you see the schedule just got through? No. That was a freaking tough schedule that they had to come out of. And now they get to play some of the East, who I think the two teams I had, the, the fuck, freak, even four of the teams that could win the East, I think they're better than Wisconsin. All four could, and I wouldn't disagree with you there. The only team that I would put below Wisconsin is Penn State, and that's going to be my next point. I Okay, so Penn State is sitting at plus 350 odds. All right? Yeah. Penn State's defense cannot match up with Ohio State, Michigan, or Michigan State in this conference. Not this year. And they lost too much on offense. Yes. Losing, their, losing Moorhead was huge, too. Uh, and yeah. Moorhead, Kasicki, Barkley. I, I See, everybody wants to talk about Trace McSorley, okay? Yeah. I think McSorley's a solid quarterback. He's not good enough to have the team on his back. Unfortunately, I think that's what they're going to that that's, that's what he's going to have be. to do this year. So, Penn State at plus 350. I don't like the odds. I don't like the value. Not at all. Michigan at plus 300 is interesting. Because I feel like the odds makers are really starting to like Michigan. Are you are you noticing that? I'm noticing it. Not just here, but just in games, in spreads yep. that I've been looking at. So Vegas is starting to see it now. Because I know you and I started to talk about this 
even last season when everyone yeah. was getting on Harbaugh. This Jim Harbaugh Michigan team is going to be good this year. Yes, he has, he has his quarterback. Finally. He has his quarterback. But that's the other point I wanted to make that as much as you and I like Shea Patterson, and I do, I think that he's going to be the difference for Michigan. It's still an unproven commodity. Yes. I absolutely agree. And, Miles, I do not have Michigan highlighted. Just to let you know, I don't have – so, listen, I'm crazy. Call me crazy. I don't have the top four teams winning the Big East. Big the, Ten. Fucking – God dang it. Why do you keep saying the Big East? What am I thinking about? Am I thinking like Memphis basketball or something? I was something? about to say because you, you love Big East basketball. <laughs> None of these teams are winning. I don't have the top four teams winning the Big Ten. Okay, you're scaring me because I feel like we are – there's no way we're headed towards the same conclusion. But, but I don't know. Let's, let's just see if we get there. So are you talking about Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State? Correct. Okay. So let's move on. Michigan State. They're sitting with plus 650 odds to yes. win the Big Ten. Okay. We saw this Michigan State team win the East two years ago, beat Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game, and go to the playoff. Yes. Guys, there's no difference in that team that D'Antonio had that year. This team is better. Yes. This team is so much better. This team is the best Mark D'Antonio team he has had. And he's also one of the most underrated coaches in the entire country. Because he does more with, with less, less yes. every single year. He gets his guys He gets his guys to play together. And he takes guys who might not be studs on other teams. And he, he makes them play great football together, which makes them stand out as studs. And they play great team defense. 10 of 11 starters coming back from a top 10 defense. God. 9 of 11 starters coming back on the offense. Brian Lewerke, the most dynamic quarterback D'Antonio has ever had. LJ Scott coming back. Felton Davis to lead the receiving core. And Michigan State does not play Wisconsin. So out of these four teams, yes. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State. For me, I'm almost eliminating Penn State and Michigan because they play an extra game against Wisconsin. Yeah. Whereas Michigan State and Ohio State don't have that game. Yep. So they automatically, these four teams, all very talented, but Ohio State and Michigan State automatically don't play Wisconsin. Okay? So, what does it come down to? Can Urban beat D'Antonio? If, if, if Urban is even... I'm not going to have water bottles. <laughs> You're so excited <laughs> about this. <laughs> If Urban even comes back, we don't know that yes. yet. There's so much uncertainty. Like, Miles, you gotta, you gotta, you tell me. So Urban has to be beat D'Antoni. I already, I already think that Michigan State has an easy chance to have a go two loss, eleven and two, eleven and two. Are you kidding me? Eleven and two is gonna win. Yeah, they don't play anybody at Penn State. I mean, what you're you're saying me. Well, they, they have to play at Nebraska. It's supposed to be tough. Well, no. yeah, and and that's the thing at Penn State. When I don't think Penn State's going to be as good as everyone no, thinks they are. I so don't either. all of a sudden the, that road game doesn't seem so scary that's to their me. Tough, in, on my opinion, that is their toughest game on the schedule. Yeah. And compared to all these other schedules that everyone has, that is not that tough. Yeah. And then they get Ohio State at home in late November. Miles, I'm going to tell you this. I had to Google. I'm on Google, man. Who's Saquon Barkley's backup? I had to Google. That's how low their running attack is in my brain right now. Don't get me wrong. Their offensive line is great. I, I, there's certain key points that I look for every team. An offensive line is really big, important to me, and I know they have a great offensive line. But you take Saquon Barkley, who could have easily won the Heisman, a machine, breakaway speed, can run, can stop on, stop on a dime and cut, Catch out of the backfield. 
you can't replace that with just anybody. You, there's not even a lot of five stars you can replace that with. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because I rewatched that Penn State Iowa game that I was talking about earlier. I, I rewatched the one where he, the kick return. Uh, no, no, no. He, um, it was uh, that was one where they had the, the last second touchdown. Okay, but yeah. but Barkley took over that game single handedly in the second half. McSorley was the one that threw the game winning touchdown pass at the end. Yeah, but. Without Barkley in that game, they don't win. Yeah. He was the difference maker for this team last year and the year before. So you take away that difference maker, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. It's hard. Like Miles, people. I, what I don't understand, like I don't think we're like smarter than anybody else. I just think we, we I think we we rationalize things better than a lot of people. You cannot tell me that you're gonna lose a Heisman caliber player and then your quarterback's all of a sudden gonna carry the team yeah. because all last season. McSorley didn't carry the team. That was Barkley. He was the difference maker. So when it comes down for me, we're going to eliminate Penn State. I'm going to look at the toughest games in the or the defining games in the conference this year. I got three: Michigan at Ohio State. Always is, always, always will be, yep. and it will be because Michigan is going to be right there. We, we play them at home. I already got my ticket to that game. Can't wait. Ohio State at Michigan State. We already talked about that. That's yep. going to be Michigan State's chance to take the division. And then the Michigan-Michigan State game. Now, the Michigan-Michigan State game is early. Yes. So that's going to set the tone for this entire Eastern Division. Whoever wins that game in Michigan State plays it at home. And I think it's better that it's earlier in the season for Michigan State. Because they can lose that game and be fine. Yes. I've got Michigan State actually finishing with a conference record of 8-1. and one. I know it's a little uh, reaching a little bit because I think that 7-2 and two could also win yeah. the division. This kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier where... The Big Ten champion could be two losses and could be left out. Yeah, because of how competitive this division. It is. It sucks. Like it sucks for you guys. Like I, you know, I root for your squad. I, 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 you know, I root for the Big Ten. It's such a great conference. But it's so. The co- it's going to be tough. The coaching. One thing that beats out talent every single time is coaching. I mean, consistently over through a season. Yeah, it's coaching. These coaches here are just duking it out. It's like a chess game all through the season. It's hard. If any of these teams finishes with just one loss, I think they win the national championship because they just went through hell to make it there. Yeah. And if they come out as the Big Ten champion with one loss, then we know they're the real deal. Yes. And we know that they're going to compete with anybody in the country in that playoff. Yeah. So fingers crossed for me, just for the league, that we do have a team come out with one loss. Hopefully it's Ohio State. (laughs) But I've got Michigan State winning the Big Ten. It was my pick at at our live show months ago. It was my pick at the, the Bama live show. I'm sticking with it. You know, did you even, you know, I, I can't, I'm a, I'm a fool for research. You know, I've seen a lot of people's long shots, good value long shot, Northwestern. Interesting. Because Northwestern has a lot of returning players. A lot of back. returning players, relatively solid schedule. They've been sneaky. Clayton yes. Thorson at quarterback is going to be solid. Plus 5,000 odds. Great coach. Um, yeah, and, I, and that was actually going to be a, a, just one more thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, let's go to the Big Ten West for a second. Out of Iowa, Northwestern, or Purdue, who poses the biggest threat to Wisconsin? It's a huge storyline because, or Nebraska. I mean, you could throw Nebraska in there with yeah. Scott Frost. I don't know what he's going to do in his first year. I know you and I are really high on Purdue. Yes. But Iowa playing Wisconsin at home, and they also uh, get uh, Stanley back at quarterback, and yeah. Noah Fan, who's the best tight end in the country, by the way. Watch out for Iowa, because now that's another, that's another thing. We know Iowa can go undefeated. Yes. We know that Kirk Ferentz can put that together. Yes. And the West is winnable, and you get Wisconsin at home. Beating Wisconsin in that Big Ten opener, I mean, if they can somehow the get through their non-conference the schedule, the it could set the tone. 
So this is just what gets me so excited because I feel like there's so many different possibilities in this Big Ten conference that it goes back to my first point. You put Ohio State there at plus 145 odds, I think you're crazy because yeah. I think that any of the first five, maybe even six with Iowa at plus 1,500, any of those teams could take this conference. Yes. I think so. I think so too. And the fact that you agree with me tells me I'm not being a homer here. No. I'm not being biased. No. This is just how I feel. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying the Big Ten is the best conference. I still think that the SEC uh, holds that title yes. as the best conference. And I think they proved it last year with Bama and Georgia playing for the national championship. Yes. You can't deny that. But I think top to bottom that the Big Ten may be the deepest conference in the country. Yep. And, and, and I think that the West is getting better. And I think that it's going to be that much more difficult to pick a winner. Yes. And you throw in all of this. I don't know how my Buckeyes are going to come out and respond. I can't wait to see how they respond. Yeah. Not having Urban and having to deal with all this because, you know, I talked to my dad about this. Just if I can go on my soapbox for yeah, a second. Yeah, go ahead. Jump on. I, I, I talked to my dad about this like a couple weeks ago when all this first was breaking at Ohio State. And one thing that we were forgetting, and one thing, damn it, that ESPN was forgetting, that there were still kids yeah. who came to Ohio State to represent the Scarlet and Gray and play Ohio State football. And we're spending so much time talking about these potential wrongdoings, and we're not even talking about the kids that are out there giving their heart, their blood, sweat, and tears to play football. So it's going to be really interesting and prideful for me to see how they come out and play, whether we lose Urban, whether we don't lose Urban. It's still a team on a mission. Miles, can I, can I tell you, just tell you my statement, because I was fumbling around with how to feel about this whole situation, and I didn't come to my conclusion until today. I, I, you know, I've been on the fence saying that if Urban didn't know, this might be one of the most unfortunate situations ever. To be put in this situation, huge football fan too. He never puts his opinion in there when I'm on my soapbox. He lets me dance around the topic. You know, I say a bunch of crazy crap sometimes, and it doesn't make any sense. But I always find my way. You know, it's like I'm fumbling through the woods until I find my path, and I'm saying all these suggestions, and I just go, I'm thinking back, and I'm like, a program this big. It's like dad who has twelve kids. Dad knows almost every single thing that goes on in his house. This is dad's house. If Urban Meyer did not know about this going on in his own house, it might be as big of a blemish on his reputation, on his leadership, on him controlling everything that's going down inside his program than him knowing. Because this is your entire program is a reflection on you. If you got kids cheating, you better find out. You better know. If you got kids, you can't even get girls pregnant. Something that's so minute, you better know. You should know about it. And that's what was, I just came to that realization today that like, even if he didn't know Urban, you should have known. This is your program. If there's whisperings around the staff, you need to hear them because you are the king. You are the head of the household. And I think he did know. And I don't think he's going to be the one to take the fall for it. I think somebody will. I think more than likely it'll be the athletic director. Yep. But we're going to find out tomorrow morning. And, you know, that's just, you know, everything we talked about is one of the biggest reasons. You know, we talk about uncertainty. We talk about, you know, we were talking about with Sean Watson. We were talking about with Andrew Luck. There's uncertainty here with Ohio State as well. So to have them pegged as the favorite, 
it's difficult to get behind that yes. for me, especially as a sports better. I would rather plus one for yeah, I, yeah. I would rather put my money on Michigan plus three hundred, Michigan State plus six fifty, even Wisconsin plus two hundred. Yeah, you know that's where I would rather put my money. So, hell, uh, Iowa plus fifteen hundred. I mean, I, Iowa was one drive away from winning the Big Ten conference just three years, uh, yeah. less than three years ago. They're sitting at plus fifteen hundred odds, so it's really, going to be a really interesting conference to bet on, especially with the spreads. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out. I'm going to put it this way, Probably Miles. shut it down. I'm the. Uh, I'm really staying far away from a lot of these games, conference games. It's going to be tough to predict, especially early tough. on. Yeah, until you see you see what's going down, guys who want to step up. Yep. That being said, Miles, I'm so glad we got to talk about Big Ten football, <laughs> not Big East, <laughs> Big Ten. Um, guys, guess what? We have a new website URL for you guys who are getting too confused about bestthehouse.com. Actually, just go to thehousepodcast.net. I'm going to say that one more time. That is thehousepodcast.net. You will find us. It's the same website, but still go there. Check it out. Click around. SEO loves it. We love it. Be sure to download our podcast, too. Sounds good. Uh, We are also going to record again this week. we got a lot of football to catch up on, so uh, we're going to be talking about the ACC. Yes. So excited. Thank you guys for everything. Have a great one. Thank you.